transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. currently recording ladies and germs and filthy hot dogs i have somebody special here (laughs) for you today so jump out of that boiling pot of water you got going on come on down listen to this podcast here i have my good friend david fitzgerald on the podcast you don't even believe (laughs) what's up buddy what's up I literally, whether you know this or not, I have literally told the hot dogs that listen to this awful show uh, <laughs> that I've wanted you on a podcast like multiple times. I like name dropped you. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, like this, like this dude, David, like David Fitzgerald. I just like, I know I gotta get him on here one of these days. So, well, I appreciate that. And yeah, for anyone that's listening, that knows me. It hasn't talked to me in a while. I've been clean and sober for coming up on 22 months now. And I just wanted to get that out of the way really quick. But yeah, I'm stoked that you feel that way. And I'm glad that you wanted me on here. And I'm definitely looking forward to it. So thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. And like, honestly, big, big congrats on that. Like, that's like, let's keep like a number that, that like it's one of those things it's like it's fucking impressive to just keep watching it grow and i imagine that that's like tenfold for you at least so yeah you know seriously good work keep it up but Thank yeah you. man i mean i just uh, to be honest like i i've just like in the back of my head ever since like starting doing this I, I kept going like man like i just know that david would be like so good for fucking podcasting <laughs> like, i mean like we've talked about it before you know you're, oh yeah Twitter, like horror movie posts, like, you know, like when you were live streaming shit, like all sorts that, of stuff, man, that you've just got a voice, dude. <laughs> that live, that like year period where I would do that was so much fun. Yo. It's like there'd be mixed reactions. There'd be people that would be like, why don't you just shut up? Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then there's like diehard horror fans that would be like, like, that's awesome. Yeah. Keep for going. Real. For real. And that's like, that's basically it. Like, I suppose like <laughs> along the way, I've kind of learned like, like there's always fucking haters out there. Oh yeah. But like, I have to give like zero shits about them as much as they have to give zero shits about me. There so, you so go. Like, you know, whatever, man. Like we're here for the hot dogs and the fans that are listening. Like, Exactly. Exactly. Strange, you know, so shout outs to them. Uh, but definitely. So even though this is a particular episode of local yokels, this is a like oh, this should be a fun podcast. Me and me and you, we just finished watching uh, the Prophets game. Oh Lord! Which... <laughs> <laughs> and like there, I guess I wouldn't necessarily call it a horror movie, but it's got horror elements. There's there's a there's a lot of shitty horror movies that a lot of people know. I guarantee barely anybody knows who this movie is. I guarantee you also, dude. Like I mean, we wouldn't know about it unless we had like I mean all those years ago like picked it up at a, it was at like a walmart bin or whatever right yep dollar store dollar bin yeah yeah and it, it, <laughs> it's, 
So the profits game, and I just want to point this out right away, like on Amazon, which is the only place that I could find streaming it, uh, they had two different versions of the profits game listed. One was was from 99, which had a dis like a different cover and it had... Uh, Hello? Yo, yo, you still there? Oh no, it froze up on us. There we go, there we go. Right. Um, it happens, it happens. But uh, yeah, so so I found on Amazon that the Profits game had a, a, a version from 99 and a version from 2000. And the what? The 2000 cover looked edgy as fuck. Like that was the one that I think we watched. It was like kind of dark, almost like noir-esque and like Dennis Hopper's on there, like looking like, you know, he's about to rob, rob a motherfucker or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, but, but the 99 cover had like the one that I kind of remember where I feel like it was like a little darker kind of uh, like tinged, like coppery colored. Like, anyway, <laughs> such, a, such a trivial detail, but I was like, I was, yeah. like, I, was like I wonder if they like took the original and had to like clean it up to some degree or something, but maybe. It's a great detail to have noted because yeah. Oh, it's also, it falls right in line with like one of the first things I saw when I popped the movie on. And that was that this was movie was made by a production company called Profits Game LLC. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought I was the only one that saw that in the opening credits. I'm like, are you kidding me? They really staked it all on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the first indication. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like it was either it was either they were really hoping that this was gonna like launch something for like for themselves, like whoever was making this movie, or they were just like fuck it it's not gonna go anywhere let's just launch like let's start this this llc we'll watch it burn to the ground with the movie as it comes out <laughs> exactly so for the uninitiated a quick little um synopsis the profits yeah. game is a 2001 it came out in 2001 movie starring dennis hopper in ultimate check cashing mode because he mails it in um and fun fact at the beginning at the beginning the like the uh in the flashback scene the farmer dad is played oh. by patrick swayze's brother i was good dude i had that on my notes too i was like the <laughs> underappreciated swayze for sure <laughs> <laughs> fucking don swayze over here <laughs> he is so hammy in that like short role it's so brief but he's like he, it, somehow he he nails he nails the abusive redneck father. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, I'll skin you alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably my favorite line for me. Yeah. I'll skin you alive, boy. <laughs> like, I'll give you something to cry about. Oh, my God. Like, like, wow. Yeah, I was like, this is this is going places. Uh, yeah, Don, the great Don, Don Swayze makes his appearance. Mm -hmm. I wonder, you know, like, I wonder how he feels about, like, being the background brother. You know what I mean? Like... Do you it's think like a throwaway. It's a throwaway role. Oh, I see. Oh, I see what you, you're saying. Do you, Sorry. Do you think? Do you think Patrick Swayze cast a big shadow on him? <laughs> oh yeah, and there's other like Hollywood. Um, I hate that term, but like uh, acting siblings like that, where one was bigger than the other. Like obviously. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's. Oh, man, I can't. Um, Ron Howard, and then his younger brother was in a bunch of like. C and B grade horror movies. Clint Howard, he's really? hilarious. Yeah, I did not know that. Actually. He's in like the Ice Cream Man, and uh, <laughs> dude, he, he's great. 
Yeah. Clint? He, he's in the de- he's a small role in The Dentist too, but any we can talk about that another day. Yeah, that's actually someone um, the dentist movies are a couple I would love I would love to talk about sometime. Of course. But I want to point out that the first line in this movie was spoken okay. by, by Don Swayze and it was I quote, "God, why are you punishing me?" <laughs> <laughs> And, <laughs> oh wow! It's like his classic farmer scene. He's like scooping up dirt, and he's like looking at the sky. All of this like prequel thing didn't need to happen because barely any of it plays into the rest of the movie, except for a throwaway line at the end, which we'll talk about. But yeah, that, he that was, was great. That was wild to me. Like you're right, though. Like that entire first sequence. There was there was really like no need for that build up because one no. you, don't, you don't have like you don't know the like it's not like you you knew the like the, the killer from like a previous movie or something like that exactly like, now giving you some backstory you're like I don't, already don't care about this character like, <laughs> you know and it you says mean? yeah it's like uh what did it say it was like 1960 something and you could clearly tell like it did not look like the fucking 60s or whatever it was no not at all but it like there's like a mention of uh the the parents suspect so like like obviously like so the kids are playing this like game called called the prophets game that like i think the boy made up or something like that and yeah, like it cuts away from like after the dad skinned the boy alive. Not necessary, not literally, but right. You know, the parents are talking, and he's like, they're like, he's your boy, Don, or whatever. Like, whatever yeah. her name is, and she's, you know, it's like it's like weird because she's like, he's like accused, like telling her like, it's your boy. And she's like, that's ah, it's, it's not like it's not necessarily just my boy. But they talk about a dog being killed. That, that right? That would have been the thing to sh- to show true but that is what i'm talking about with this throwaway line that we oh, yeah. learn at the end which yeah. i'm glad you pointed out i got gotcha. you so uh, then but yeah but, and then uh, it jumps yeah. like 30 years into the future <laughs> and dennis hopper is old as hell retired detective living in seattle of all places yes dude i had i had no frame of reference like it's been so long since i last watched this that i yeah i had no idea that he was like a, a a seattle detective or whatever i forgot about that too which plays no role into the movie because he instantly goes to california yeah, you know yeah. he spends the entire movie in california after, after getting into right in seattle uh but yeah he gets like what what that like like a weird like cryptic card in the mail well, okay, oh. first, well first first i think this happens so bad was this when like did, does he is this like the does the first kill i can't, I can't remember i just watched it and i can't remember does the first kill happen during that transition it, no it, so he gets the postcard and okay. then the first kill happens that's right and then but and he's laying on the on the couch or whatever and he yeah. like he like wakes up because he feels the death Oh like, God! Of, 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 of Luna Wells, like it happens multiple times throughout. It the does, movie. and there's they build no reasoning for this like psychic connection he has with like the murder That's victims. A, I didn't think about that because it happens at the first two kills, but and they don't explain it, and it doesn't happen again. And also yeah. with those first two kills, <laughs> and it doesn't happen. It it like the first ones with the knife, and the second ones with like a really small like. Uh, butcher knife but when the it shows it like in the air it it rips off the music from psycho it's like i put put that down too i was like i was like whoa dude it's like it's like just 
off enough like it's totally you can recognize it but it's mm-hmm. like the key is like off just enough so they didn't get copyright infringement or Pretty something much, that's like i'm thinking us like those sneaky bastards so his first his first like really terribly done line is after the first kill and He's talking on the phone with the detective and they're like, why, why would they, why would the killer put your phone number in blood? He's like, I, uh, I, I don't, I don't know why he would do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, couldn't they have done another take? <laughs> like his delivery. Oh God. To, I was trying to explain this to somebody. I was like, I don't necessarily, I've never held Dennis Hopper up as like a terrible actor. You know what I mean? I always no. felt like he was kind of like a respected actor. He was, but I mean, yeah. He, like, how did I describe it? I was like, he's like, if Anthony Hopkins is like the A-list old white guy, maybe Dennis Hopper has fallen to the B-list at this point. At a time he was like, I mean, outside but, of his role in Super Mario Brothers and <laughs> what I thought was a cheesy role in Waterworld. Yeah, he did a lot of great movies back in the day. Yeah, I mean, he was in like that David Lynch movie with blue, like Blue Velvet. Like, Ooh, yeah. That movie's fucking wild. Uh, but like, yeah, he, I don't know. I just, I felt like he had more clout. And then like, just to see the, the as you say, like the check cashing performance that he, <laughs> 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 you're just like, wow, dude, he's phoning it in. The days of speed are behind him. <laughs> or actually, then, do you think, when did the movies? Oh, oh, never mind, never mind. That's completely off subject. But okay, so so he he gets immediately lured into this. Uh, Dennis Hopper gets immediately lured into this <laughs> drama of the prophet, right? And so he right. hops a plane. He goes down to California and stays in the shitty motel that the I post, love it. That yeah, the postcard was from. Right. Ha- then, like, uh, sh- I-, I feel like it's shortly after he gets there that he st- like he starts interacting with the police. Right. Oh, and they're so god. They're all like all across the board. They're <laughs> so there's like the typical like guy that doesn't want to work with him. That's like the macho cop, you know? Yeah, he's like the captain of the precinct or whatever, and he's like, yeah, you do it by my rules. Uh, right. It's cliche as hell. Swan, Vincent Swan. Vincent Swan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but there's this sure. there's this little brief moment, and you really don't see him for much of the movie. But uh, Michael Dorn, the guy who plays Worf in Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. He's like, I don't know, like the the head cop honcho. He's not like the captain necessarily. He's like above the captain. Maybe he's the captain. Oh. But he's like, when Vincent Swan first uh, starts kind of like getting there in California and interacting like... Michael Dorn is like in the office, in his like you know office, smoking a cigar, and they're talking. And then like that's just, who that was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you don't see him. You see him maybe like one other time through the through that movie. And I think that might be it. Yeah. Completely gone. But he's like billed in there as like a big name, which is kind of <laughs> funny. Which uh, is like a throwaway role. Yeah. But it just reminded me like that whole sequence, and then like subsequently throughout this entire movie like cigars play a really like a really prominent role like they're oh god like multiple times hop dennis hopper has conversations with people in the movie where they're like you can't smoke in here this is la (laughs) not you know like (laughs) like oh god they allude to like california over already like banning smoking indoors and stuff like that Uh, (laughs) i didn't notice that detail that's funny yeah what's her name the detective aldro 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 brony i keep having a hard time saying her name aldro aldro brony (laughs) 
What's her I name? forgot. I, I completely forgot her name because I wrote it down. It's like A L D R Aldro Brandy. That's it. Aldro Brandy. The, okay. Okay. The, 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 the just I don't know why I can't pronounce that name. Uh, like the only police detective in California that decides to work with Dennis Hopper apparently to to find the new little Jack killer. The little Jack. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the other thing, dude. Like no, I, I like so 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 the game. The, that we see in the beginning of the movie that the kids are playing has now gone online to the days of the early internet yep. and it like now it's like roping in college students right and that's which yeah which is introduces a scene which is like the only scene that i remember from the movie is the really f- a fucking annoying guy his his fat friend you know the yeah yeah lewis. oh god lewis, lewis. <laughs> I, i'm so glad that his role was short because he annoyed the shit out of me Dude, his, like his voice oh my god his voice it's it's so ha you owe me 20 pounds like <laughs> <laughs> I can't even recreate it. Like that was a good, but it was bad. Yeah, it's so bad. And it's just like, it is, it's like, it's cringy as hell. But that whole scene where like they're, they say, they say the phrase bones, like at least like like four times in a row. Like, cause the main guy, I'm not paying you 20 bones. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like, I want my 20 bones. I want my 20 bones. And then he just walks away. It's like, God. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, like you said. Sorry to cut you off. Like you said, the profits game morphed into, and this is in 2001, like early internet, super popular. But yeah, now it's like an online campus game, apparently going on everywhere in the USA. Yeah, and so you know, there's these students at what was it, Sierra Vista University. (laughs) <laughs> it's like just like a high school campus that they borrowed for the day uh, right they like you know they're they're you know uh playing the game there's uh what's the fucking main dude's name alan or whatever is his, his he's the blue the blue, blue player, player and, hello blue player <laughs> that was, that was the, the weird thing is like he keeps like throughout the movie he gets these phone calls you know from the prophet uh, yeah and it like switches between like this kind of like semi-intimidating like masked sort of like deep voice like tell me what your what your clue is prefer blue player and then it goes to like a child where it's like what's your answer blue player yeah (laughs) it just switches and it doesn't tell you it's like what was the point it no yeah exactly there's like there's no explanation no like i don't know i mean much like most of this movie it just like it just moves forward. There, there's it does. No, there's no explanation for like half the shit that happens in this movie. I like uh, how there's. Um, I think it's before the second death. There's like this really quick. It's like maybe twenty seconds, where he's talking to a detective in a strip club where they have this like obligatory nudity scene of a stripper, which is a like, just no point to it. Literally in my notes, I just wrote titties. <laughs> because I thought it was, it was like, it's just out of absolute nowhere. Yep. Where it's like, they decide to just like, mm. I don't know, have these characters have an interaction inside a titty bar. And it's like, and it just, yeah. like, it, it just makes no sense for the overall context of, every, of the movie. And it like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what they were going for. Maybe they just like the- I don't either. But anyway, yeah, there's, there was like a, a brief bit of nudity there for whatever it's worth. And then like the next thing I kind of like 
Because like, what? Who's the next victim? The next victim's that English guy. He's the uh, um, yeah. He uh, or no, no. The, the second victim is a um, he's like a country singer. No, no, that's the third victim. Oh, oh yeah. You're getting the prophets' victims all backwards. Uh, no, so, but anyway, so a little context. So the the original prophets game is they were talking about famous people, and so the new one is they're also talking about famous people, but in the context of the movie and the uh, killer is going around killing these quote unquote famous people but the clues to the game are clues to figure out who the next victim is going to be yeah exactly and and like <laughs> they're just strange like they're you know they're obviously not like real uh celebrities so you don't know you don't really appreciate them but one's like an author no. one's like a country singer one's like a pop yep. musician they just it's just people that are like really heavily uh idolized i think is it's true that's a good way to put it yeah well, well because like in the very beginning of the movie during that like arbitrary sequence uh the the de- don swayze he's asking the kid you know he's like he's like what is all this and uh, the kid's like idolatry <laughs> oh yeah that's right that's right wow I guess, I guess maybe that's the overall theme but yeah it's like it's kind of like yeah that's the interesting thing about the game though it's like you have to guess the clue and if you don't guess the person correctly then that person dies essentially <laughs> which really they have no choice over it like this like they're not playing the game themselves they're just like <laughs> that kind of sucks but anyway so when he uh one of the victims in the movie over the course of the movie is this uh english novelist who yeah can't change a tire doesn't know how to in 2001 and, that's and, right that's the second death that's right and he basically hands the like the he like the the the, the prophet killer person uh shows up in his car and like oh like, god hey, do, you, do, you, do you know anything about changing tires you want to help me and then he hands the person the tire iron that he subsequently yeah. gets beat with <laughs> Seems like a good idea. A, a figure in all black with a mask walks up like, God damn, the logic there. there there's a great line after that scene because it shows like, it doesn't show it, but it'll. he gets beheaded, right? And so they, uh, Vincent Swan and everyone gets called to the scene because he gets another cryptic phone call. Yeah. Um, and one of the, what's that? Really quick though, this this was another death where he was like, like moaning and kind of moved, in his like, sleep, like yeah. moved, squirming around in his sleep, like oh, ah. it was like it was like weird noises too. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so so like everybody gets called to the scene, mm-hmm. and like classic kind of cop clash, right? Like this is where like the the riff starts beginning, where like the the yep. movie, these guys like you better not fuck up my crime scene, and then and then he covers it up. And That's that right. Probably, it- the dirtiest part of this whole movie to me <laughs> the the collusion of yeah but there's a quick throwaway line there that's really good where one of the cops is like it's like a fucking Wes craven movie over there <laughs> like did they really have to say that like what yeah. the hell well, that's uh it's, it's like it's weird because it's like apparently i don't know so one of those occasions it's like it's like somebody referencing like the seinfeld uh like series finale in a sitcom or something like that okay. it's weird to have like a uh, a horror director somebody who also makes horror movies kind of like mentioned as a real person in this like fictitious world mind you good horror movies yeah. not yeah what dollar game? bin not, not profits game <laughs> right uh yeah that's uh it's it's like it's it jumps from like there to like 
what is it? It's like uh, the, like the like the like the Hopper's character Vincent Swan has basically like falls out with the police over the course of like the next like bit of movie. Yeah, uh, and, the, and and like you said, I forget her name, but she's like the one that like the one that believes him and starts partnering up with him. Yeah, I, where is it? I have to read it literally to like be able to say it. Aldro Brony, Aldro Brony. It's funny because they say it twice, which it's almost like the writer thought this was really clever because at one point she's like, it's like we're in cahoots. And then like five minutes later, Dennis Hopper's like, oh, shit. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dennis Hopper's like, uh, yeah, we're in cahoots now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they just learned that word when they were penning the script. (laughs) The word of the day. Uh, yeah, it's like, well, and so, so they're having this like a whole falling out and like right before they like, he really kind of stops working with the police for the, uh, and just with all the detective Alder Brony, mm-hmm. uh, although her name's Francis and she just t- keeps telling everybody to call, stop calling Don't her. call me Francis. Don't yeah. call me Francis. Uh, they have this like. They try to set up a sting operation at some point <laughs> with, to try and lure Alan or whatever the fuck his name is. Yep. Blue the player. Blue, hello, blue player. <laughs> and so, you know, Alder Brody uh, kind of poses as this like potential profits game player. Player. Yep. You know, meets him at the at this marina where he is like posted, you know, like the sign to like meet other profits game players. Right. She goes up and asks him about the death that is uh, that has been covered up, and he immediately knows about it because he's been playing the game and he got the clue wrong and all that shit. Um, and, and his uh, fiance works at the uh, morgue. That's right. That's actually why he knows. That's it's because she she has the inside the inside tips on the on the corpses coming in. Yep. <laughs> Which also, I want to make a side note. His fiance Barb is like way out of his league. Oh yeah, there, there's no question. <laughs> this dude's like this, like jabroni with a, him and his friend Lewis are are betting each other twenty bones to see to, to play online video games. She's over here living in the real world. Uh, yeah, you know, doing and she's smoking hot. Yeah, yeah it's it's way, weird. She's way way above it. Uh, but anyway, so they so so they get to this uh sting operation at the marina and when when he kind of discovers that police are on are there trying to like get him or whatever there a foot chase ensues and it is oh god it is one of the most ridiculous foot chases i feel like i've watched it's like Like, a massive blend of every kind of scene that was from like a 90s procedural cop show yeah he's just yeah it's oh god like everything is you know he's he's getting cha- I mean the, the thing that stands out the most to me about this whole foot chasing though is that for the most part it's Dennis Hopper chasing chasing this college student mm-hmm. and, like the college students like throwing stuff at him jumping over stuff you know doing all the classic moves and somehow Hopper's like keeping up with him when, when, right like, all this all like before this movie he's he's kind of like presented as this you know retired sort of not feeble necessarily but like not as well he's just an older guy you know um and so it was just so out of the blue and so funny to me to sort of see like like the like all of a sudden his character just has like the youthful energy and he's going and going (laughs) i'm gonna get my motherfucking guy this time 
no they're just like little jack ain't getting away from me this time <laughs> they're just barreling through people it's just, just mayhem just knocking people over like knocking through people's like food stands they have set up like <laughs> yeah just destroying shit <laughs> it's it's great it was a ridiculous scene it was and then like shortly after that hopper hopper gets like he's having like a you know freak out moment and he is like <laughs> He's like thrashing his hotel room, his motel just room. Just destroys point. it. And it's so funny to me because it's like, it's like almost like a slow motion uh, thrashing. Like he'll like, he'll like pick up a chair. And he'll like kind of turn it <laughs> over. You know? like, you're like, yeah, the emotion's there, I suppose. But like, it just doesn't seem very like imposing or intimidating. <laughs> like, it's kind of another just throwaway like cliche scene, but yeah. it must have been therapeutic for him of how shitty of a movie this is. That might have been it. But you're right, dude. Like, the, there's there's multiple instances that this movie holds where I think they just like took cliches and like kind of standards from other mm-hmm. movies and other things in the not in the genre itself, and like tried to just replicate those as much as possible. Yeah. And, it's, a, and it, it's a really bad detective movie for sure. Yeah, it's a bad detective movie. It's a bad like serial killer kind of like, you know, sort of chase chase the man kind of movie. But it's, I don't know. It's just, it's just strange how they tried to jam so much that works in other films. And I feel like it, it's, to the, it's to the detriment because like we talked about the last, there's like a good like 30, to 40 minutes of it that's a so bad it's like an endurance test to get through it yeah yeah and we're, and that's we're gonna we're gonna try and rifle through that right now so so they eventually get to a point like all everything else leading up to this is now arbitrary to you listeners uh, <laughs> they eventually get to the point where uh all jabroni gets kidnapped kidnapped by, yep. by the by the prophet uh and like the prophet basically taunts Dennis Hopper and the meeting, meeting them, uh, you know, as somewhere. And there's this whole sequence where like you see the detective Algebroni like tied up, and the prophet's mm-hmm. like, you know, in a, they're in a room full of candles. Can- like, yeah, it's and ridiculous. She, like, like it's like putting like I don't know kerosene or gasoline on her. Right. But, like the way she like splashes it onto the actress, like the the arm out of the side of the you know the side shot, like. She splashes it on. You can see it like gets in her face and stuff, <laughs> and like he's oh, like the God. actress is just like sitting there, like kind of like struggling for a bit, like with like whatever. <laughs> I wonder what the if it was just water or not, but yeah, you could like, tell that she was not happy with yeah. how that played out. Well, I just kept thinking like I was just like man, like they they. I wonder like after like what point did they just decide like we just need to rush production we need like we're running out of time to make this Mm -hmm. we just need to get this shit done but like you said (laughs) there wasn't a first movie or anything to like establish who this character is so when the reveal comes of who the killer is it's so anticlimactic essentially it's like who's it like you're led to believe that the killer is obviously the girl from the beginning scene but they don't really explain it at any point except for the throwaway line where she's like yeah and they thought my brother was the one that killed the dog but i was the one that did it you know exactly that is the only (laughs) it's like like the most like 
Exactly. Yeah, throwaway is the best word for it. It's, it's this throwaway line that is meant to connect the entirety of the story, basically. Yeah, like, and that, it's that's oh, man. It's so, so bad. strange. Because you, because you're right. Like other than that, you're just sort of like this could just be like somebody who was a big fan of the first killer. <laughs> like it's true because they allude to the fact that it's a copycat. Because you got the first one, you yeah, know. But out of nowhere, out of out of absolute nowhere, at the end of the at the end of it all, you're like, it's like all of a sudden it's the sister of the original person. Right. Because and they were so apparently her and her brother were both killing or playing the game or doing whatever. And the the first time around, right. And that's when he killed. So to yeah. people that haven't seen the movie, he in flashbacks, originally it shows him getting hit by like a shovel. And then it shows another flashback of him killing the guy. Yeah. Um. So he kills the brother of the girl. And now this is her like revenge to her years later <laughs> to like get back at him. It's so bad. Revenge to her in 2001. I love the part where they're in the thing with candles and she turns the seat around and it's like this uh, human puzzle of all the dead bodies. It looks so bad. That was another cliche though. It was like, it was like, okay. It's true. At no point have they been establishing that she's, oh, except for that one sequence where like, you know, with the- the Fucking extension cord. with the extension cord. (laughs) She like cuts off like a foot. Right. It's like that's the only time that you like even taught us to see or reference like the killer taking a body part, and then because you sudden, assume she takes the head, but yeah, that's really it. But at the end of it, it's like this yeah patchwork Frankenstein corpse with like all the different victims. You're like, oh, oh god, <laughs> oh, so that's what she's been doing. <laughs> Which was almost like another like. It wasn't the same, essentially, but it was almost like another ripoff of Psycho, where at the end it's revealed his dead mom's been in the fruit cellar the whole time. Actually, that is kind of like the that is a good call. We like the especially just like the way they do like the shot where it's like the chair spinning around the corner. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, maybe I God, dude, I swear, like they they must have that must have been it. This movie must have been like a fucking cash grab or something. It was bad. Just to like, and that's why they had to, I mean, like like when writing that script, they had to have been like, okay, yeah, uh, use the psycho music here. uh, (laughs) You know, uh, Mama Bates uh, unveiling at the end here. A a typical police chase scene here. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's such just like shitty, like, melding of all these different genres and it's just doesn't do service to any of them no like no. maybe if they would have just picked one aspect and focused on that more it could have been a little better but i don't know i agree i think i, I think they just i don't know I, I i fully i after watching this movie i still fully don't know what they were trying to get out of it <laughs> One of the most hilarious parts in the movie, though, is near the end. So, like you said, she's doused in fire. He comes in and he has the gun, but it's not loaded. And uh, the the killer leaves and starts fleeing the scene. He's chasing after her and trips and falls down the fucking hill. (laughs) It's such a goofy trip. It's like, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) It was so unnecessary. It's like it's like just replaying the nightmare from this the first go around. He like somehow that's right like tripping and and falling into another giant cough, like grave full of bodies. Oh yeah, and it's Lewis, Lewis's dead body. Oh yeah, it's all blue and shit. <laughs> oh, it's so bad looking. It's just epic. I don't know if Lewis ever got his twenty bones, you know, but I don't think so. <laughs> I well, don't think so. I do not think so. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, the the other. 
thing that was kind of funny was like I kept like like so right near the like right at the end there um in order to like finally kind of like put down uh the killer which is now like unveiled to be like the sister of the uh original the creator of the prophets game I guess Um, right like Hopper it just shoots her in the leg I know it just like caps her in the leg and I kept thinking I was like huh that worked I wonder how often (laughs) that would work in real life no for for sure (laughs) honestly one thing I'm surprised they didn't do was like the cliche of the killer like coming back once more you know like she was just dead (laughs) that's what I kept thinking was like you know well, well no she uh well, oh, yeah, it's Aldo Brandy. She gets she gets like shot in the back also during this whole sequence. Right, and they like like shot straight in the back, like, and and they have this like you know little interaction between her and Hop, Dennis Hopper at, at the end where he's like, you know, like checking on her or whatever, and she makes a joke like, "Don't call me Francis." Oh, yeah, like, you know, like give him one on the chin or whatever. And then he goes, he goes. No one said coming back from the dead would be easy. <laughs> With a, no provocation, like that's like, like she's not she's not dead. She never has been. Like, what are you talking about? Like, and and then, yeah, it just it just was so unrealistic. Like the whole from front to back, this movie gave you like. I don't know. It just it gave it gave like no indication it was grounded in reality. It was just right. like, weird, like ham like ham fisted, just cliche filled romp. <laughs> and then it and then it just ends, and then it has like a kind of like after credit scene where it's the girl and she's like in a mental ward, which they've done on so many other like oh, yeah, yeah. shitty horror movies where she has some like lo- one liner, you know. Yeah, they like act like they're trying to build up to like a sequel or something like that. Uh, uh, you know what oh, I mean? Oh God! Like, Could you like, imagine? <laughs> oh God, dude! What what would the point be? But yeah, like, this the movie is... overall it ends with a close up shot of Dennis Hopper's face, like on that's like a, right. It's like a still shot. <laughs> oh God! Of him like smiling or something like that. And I was like, what? The, like that's how they leave this movie. <laughs> so. This is one of those movies that's like I love watching horror movies that are so bad it's good. Oh, and absolutely. Rewatching this, I wanted it to be that, but this movie's just bad. And yeah. I, you know, for people that are listening, if you want to waste an hour and a half of your life, go watch it. But I'm not like with other movies, I'd be like, yeah, it's it's actually I enjoyed it. Like this yeah. is a bad movie. Like you know, and w- this is definitely one I want to talk about eventually. But like you know, like Pinocchio's Revenge. Classic. Like, that's like one of my classic go-to like terrible horror movies. Exactly, and, it, and it, it's, it's entertaining. So, so fun. It, it's inter- so entertaining. It is. Yeah, that this same just, with like both dentist movies or exactly. etc. But There's yeah, just, this just didn't hit that note, unfortunately. No, no. Like, and I, I, I don't think that. However much long, because I think we watched it in like 2003 or 2004. I don't think that like 18 years did it any justice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you frame it like that, it definitely hasn't aged any better. (laughs) No, no. Oh man, yeah, that's yeah, that that's definitely one that I don't I don't know if I'm gonna end up watching anytime soon. (laughs) No, no. It was it was. For the sake of this, it was fun watching it, but yeah, it was 
I'm looking forward to whatever we do in the future because I know it's going to be better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But for anyone that's listening, I give it one out of five stars. Um, <laughs> watch it anyways. One out of five stars, or which equates to two out of ten bones. But <laughs> oh, God. I want my 20 bones. <laughs> All right. Um, on that note, because of the the damn Zoom, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to sign off on this episode of Local Yokels. But I guarantee you, dear hot dogs, I know you love the sound of his voice as much as I do. So I'm gonna pressure oh, David wow. to be on more. All right, he'll be back. Uh, I just want to say thank you for having me, and it's funny that you just said that because I hate listening to my own voice. But oh, I feel you, man. I hate listening to my own voice too. It's just one of those things. But I've been told many times that people other people do like listening to my voice so maybe well that's I, I like listening to it it gives me comfort it's you got a great laugh so there's oh. that well back at you my friend but uh, real quick before we end i'm looking forward to doing this more in the future and maybe turning it into its own thing absolutely yeah uh as always at old heart radio we just try to branch out and do as many different shows as possible so hopefully we can uh i'd love to i'd love to turn this into an ongoing thing maybe we can eventually recommend some movies to uh the hot dogs that do listen and follow there we go for them to watch too you know there we go but yeah man i really appreciate you stopping by and, and hopping on uh yeah you know it's it's always a pleasure to just sit down and just fucking laugh through something with you. So. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, any, uh, do you have any last words for this episode, my friend? I don't. Um, yeah. Thank well, you for having me. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, just as obligatorily as uh, the intro, you know, hop on Instagram, hot dogs, follow us at old heart radio, follow us on Twitter at old heart and space and subscribe to the damn YouTube. If you really want to. There you no, go. I do not pay that much attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, uh, keep on being you.